0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I mean, I've seen a lot from Luke and uh, Adrian this past these past I mean few months practicing. Just they just been like unbelievable to me. You know, I, I, I like I say when I see both of them run. I mean, because they both they both me to start in quarterbacks. You know, so it's like now I look at them, it's like hey, it doesn't really matter. You know, I, I take both of y'all in the game. You know what I mean? And Either way, I, it'll, make, it'll make my job a lot easier. But at the same time, I'd rather for them just continue to focus on what they got to do. And I'm the running back and let me run.
1: And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. That was running back Diedrich Mills talking about the quarterback situation between Adrian Martinez and Luke McCaffrey. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by our friends at Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. If you are looking for a place to watch the game here in Lincoln, doors open at 9 a.m. at Tanner's. They've got socially distant seating for around 200 people in there. They are going to have listen to this, Robin. 25 cent beers from 9 to 11 a.m. Um, oh boy! To get in there early, and these aren't just like little 12 ounce pours; they're the tw- the bigger plastic tanner cups. So
2: 25 cents.
1: 25 cents. So. I better not see you there watching the game. Man, Um,
2: man. Yeah, I won't be in Columbus. I need a place to watch the game, so uh, maybe Tanner's is the spot, Nate.
1: We were just in there for a remote (laughs) at one of our affiliates here this week. So that that will be a great spot to go in and check out our friends at Tanner's. But, guys, let's get right to the news. I want to talk about Omar Manning, but let's talk about the quarterback race. Nobody's surprised Adrian Martinez is the starter. I think we all assume that. Um, I think what we're going to be most intrigued in is – What kind of leash will Martinez have? And if, you know, I don't expect them to switch off series or anything crazy like that, but what kind of maybe play designs and packages could they have for Luke McCaffrey?
2: You know, I would expect them to try to, I would hope they would try to get him involved in more than just these little specialty package plays like they did a year ago. Uh, If he is, in fact, that close to Adrian Martinez, where the only separation, was the fact that Adrian started 21 games and Luke hasn't started any. Uh, give him a shot. See what he can do. Uh, and with all the praise from coaches and players alike about how well Luke McCaffrey has progressed uh, from the end of last season to, this, uh, to the start of this season, uh, I think he, he deserves the opportunity to showcase himself beyond just being a gadget guy. You know, let him run a real drive in a meaningful situation and just see where he is against probably the best defense Nebraska is going to see all year. Yeah, that's totally my stance too. I mean, if experience
0: is the main factor, um, you know, determining who your starter is, what's your, I guess, what's your plan to to get Luke more experience? Um, You know, is it going to be, you're mixing him in to a series or two throughout the game, or um, or is it having a shorter leash on what Adrian is doing? Uh, you know, if, if there is a rough patch, or if he if he's not taking care of the football, or if he is if he is missing reads or whatever. So uh, I'm really interested to see you know exactly how they handle that. Um, but it's been made obviously clear from everybody that uh, that this is you know was a legitimate race and that uh, they are very very close.
1: And you know what really scares me. About this long term is the one time transfer rule. I mean, if if McCaffrey shows that he could start for a lot of different teams, but you know Martinez technically now has two more years left after this year, based on the eligibility rules, um, depending on how he wants to handle it, um, that that whole thing is going to be interesting to follow. Because if, if a guy like that can be immediately eligible, just like a lot of other players will be, and I, does that start in January?
2: I believe so. Or is, yeah. it, is it January of
1: twenty one? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, we're man. We're going to be busy. <laughs>
2: yeah. So uh, yeah, that's going to make the idea of keeping two, as they say, co number one starters, that's going to be darn near impossible because what guy is going to want to sit. Uh, and be just a situational backup for another two years when he could go be a starter somewhere else. Look at Noah Edril. I mean, he was uh, a true backup, and now he is a projected starter potentially.
1: Yeah, they, didn't name, they haven't named him yeah, yet, which is kind of so. surprising. And it
2: sounds like that that might not happen now. I don't know. Anyway, but oh, he's not
1: going to be the starter. Well, there
2: was some conversations about. It, so I saw it on RSS, but anyway. Uh, there's that just shows you that I mean the opportunity is endless where you know if it's not happening at your school you can find somewhere where you will be the starter from day one with this one-time transfer rule I mean obviously that's going to open the floodgates so it's Managing this type of situation is probably going to be a thing of the past come 2021.
0: Well, yeah, especially with there being no penalty, you know, for for wanting to transfer. That I think that used to stop a lot of people uh, from doing that, from from exploring their options, and uh, you know the the. Uh, needing to or having to sit out an entire year and, and basically pausing your, your career for a whole another year, I think, did stop a lot of people. And, um, you know, and the other aspect of this deal is and something I used to point to is the fact that Dylan McCaffrey, Luke's older brother, um, kind of, you know, he, he was patient and waited for his time in Ann Arbor uh, under Harbaugh, uh, up until this past year, and when he entered the transfer portal. So you know, I think once you have a brother who's who's kind of done the same thing, who plays the same position as you, And, you know, all bets are off. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how Nebraska handles this, especially since they've got another young guy coming up in Logan Smothers that I know has done very well for being a true freshman as well.
1: Yeah, this whole transfer thing could get really, really messy. I'm still confused why Dylan McCaffrey transferred knowing that 2020 doesn't count. And in January, you can be transferring immediately anyway. So – Just did he get an indication from Jim Harbaugh that he was not going to play at all this year? I mean, something had to have happened that let him out the door so quickly.
2: Yeah, you'd imagine there's more to that story, especially in a circumstance like that where – on the surface, you can't find any real, like glaring reasons why. Uh, usually there's there's more behind the scenes that we don't know about. Yeah, there's probably, there had to
0: be more going on, and and I'm sure that when he looked at it, he, he figured he could go somewhere and start to, to you know, put roots down and, and become the guy for for when it did count.
1: Listening here to the Husker Online Show, and, and speaking of more to the story, guys, Omar Manning, the wide receiver uh, from the junior college ranks, the number one ranked offensive junior college player in the country Uh, lots of questions about him Uh, i know we don't expect him to be in columbus playing for nebraska this weekend scott frost didn't officially say that on thursday um, but you just get the indication he's not quite there yet but it it just leads to a lot of question a lot of debate long term uh, all the juco guys nebraska brought in uh, they didn't get a spring they didn't get a traditional fall camp but really none of the JUCO guys are, are going to be starters this year. None of them are. Um, so it just makes you wonder on long-term, you know, will nebraska keep going that route um you know they had to fill some long-term holes but you hope omar manning will be on the field i think he will be on the field at some point this year uh, but obviously right now robin he's dealing with some stuff
2: well i don't think talent is at all in the conversation here it's a matter of you know where omar is both uh injury wise and, and probably between the ears i mean it seems like he's been going through through some personal stuff as well as being nicked up a little bit and that's just kept him off the practice field and if you don't practice, It's hard to count on you to go play a game, especially week one being a new guy on campus, but he's too good not to get on the field at some point. It's just a matter of, you know, will all that other stuff kind of get figured out to where he can focus just on being uh, part of this football team and incorporate himself in practice to get himself ready. So I, I'm with you. I think it's just a matter of time before he gets on the field. And I think Nebraska uh, has to figure it out. They have to find a way to get him involved.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. First of all, you you have to p- practice to, to play. And um, in, in there's – I mean, he was the number one-ranked junior college guy, uh, offensive junior college guy in the country for a reason. Um, and there's no reason why he can't be the number one wide receiver or at least co-number one with uh, Wondell Robinson too – uh, but he's got he's got to practice, um, you know. And, and if he doesn't kind of make that uh, that leap or or eventually get there, um, you know, it's going to be kind of a it's going to be looked at as a massive failure uh, because he was you know expected to be the guy and to carry quite a heavy load this year for for Nebraska. So. Um, you know, it's, you, you hope that he can get there and, and get it figured out. But, uh, but yeah, if, if none of these JUCO guys do end up contributing uh, very much this year, you, you probably you probably think that we're, we're not going to see a whole lot of that in the future.
1: And there won't be really any JUCO recruits nationally at all this year, Nate, because they're not playing football.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole other deal. Um, we can talk
1: about that in the recruiting yeah. segment. Um, but receiver-wise, uh, final thoughts here for me on that. Without Omar Manning, you're probably looking at Cade Warner – uh, Wandell Robinson and Alante Brown as your main three, but Levi Fox up there, Marcus Fleming, Chris Hickman, uh, Brody Belt—he's another guy to watch that's going to play—and then Xavier Betts, and then walk on Wyatt Lever. So you know there, there's a—it's going to be a completely different looking group across the board after Warner and after Robinson, and I think it will be a better group. So we'll, we'll see what that looks like, guys. We're going to shift over to defense next. You're listening here to the Huskar Line Show.